Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Missions of Your Mind United Fan Podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I'll just be going on a rant on the state of Manchester United. Um, it's the international break and no football for my United for the next two weeks. Um, the World Cup qualifiers will resume this weekend um, all over the world. And um, after that, we return to Premier League football. Um, after the international break, we'll be taking on Leicester City. And of course, that's a big game for us at Old Trafford. And you and I know that um, Old Trafford is not, um, is no more a fortress for Manchester United. Old Trafford used to be a fortress. And in the past, Games already won before a ball is kicked, but these days teams fancy their chances and either pack the balls and hit us on the break or even go toe to toe with us. And sometimes they embarrass us at Old Trafford. We've lost many games this season, as you all know. We've lost many key games, many big games. Um, we've lost to Manchester City at Ultra for this season. We've lost to Liverpool at Ultra for this season. We've lost to Atletico Madrid at Ultra for this season. We're knocked out of the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup at Ultra for this season. And so, there are so many um, tales of war, nightmares, theatre of screams at Ultra for, or there have been a lot of them this season. So, it's not like that would occur against Leicester City, but you never know. Uh, Leicester are having some of their players return back to fitness. Uh, players like Wesley Fofana have returned back to fitness and are already back in the starting 11. Although Indidi, Wilfred Indidi has suffered an injury. And so, Eda Sumari or Ampalis Mendy, you know, will fill in for him. But... Leicester have a strong enough squad by Jamie Vardy and maybe Wilfred Ndidi. Those are the two major absentees. So it's not going to be easy at Old Trafford. Uh, but we we can defeat Leicester because they have not been very great this season. So we might get a victory or get it wrong. I don't think we would lose to Leicester. Okay. Considering and that the Premier League is all that we have left. So I expect us to be winning games like this. Um, although we all know that it's out of our hands in terms of the top four race. And it's a shame that after starting this season with a lot of promise, we are ending the season uh, with a whimper and with the hopes of, of gaining top four. Um, and the worst part of it is that it is out of our hands. We need Arsenal or Spurs to slip up. We are not just competing with Arsenal now, we are competing with Spurs. And even though Spurs are inconsistent, you would expect that Spurs will get a lot of points. Arsenal, on the other hand, are the major um, obstacle we have because they have um, three games in hand. Or two games in hand, they won one of their games in hand against Aston Villa, and they have two games in hand. I think one of the games they had is against Chelsea. You expect them to maybe lose or draw that game, 
But what about the other game? I don't know who they're playing with. I'm not sure. And even if they lose those two games, they will still be ahead of us with three points. At least three points, I think. So, it's um, we need a capital, um, uh, a collapse, not capitalization, a collapse of major proportions uh, for Man United to uh, have any hopes of gaining the top four, you know, or ending up in fourth place at the end of the season. So, I don't think um, it's um, something... I don't think we're in a very good place and this can get worse. And this will definitely get worse before they get better, if they ever get better. Um, At some point, um, the Glazers have to come to terms with the reality that their model is not working. Their approach to running this club is not working and they need to change the way they run the club or the way they do things. When they realize, I do not know. But I feel that they will only realize when we stop losing or we start losing sponsorship deals, um, commercial deals, and all these deals that bring money. Up to now, they've been very good at making money for commercial deals. But unless they can keep on getting corporate sponsors that will associate with failure, I don't see how this kind of um, trajectory that we are going will continue for long. Um, companies and corporate bodies want to associate with successful teams, teams that will promote their brand. And of course, Manchester United is a very strong brand and we promote any company that associates itself with it. But if my United becomes mediocre more and more as it has been over the years, I don't think it will be getting the deals that could keep it or make it one of the richest clubs in the world. I don't think so. They might still get corporate deals, but deals of lower quality. Deals that will not be able to pay off their expensive tastes. You know, so those are the the, this is the direction I see the club going until something terrible happens to them financially in, from the corporate angle things will continue to remain so it will be a try and error fire this coach, hire a new coach buy some players hope that they adapt to the Man United way or in, individually lift the club you know, or you get a coach that can get the team playing well and you know winning one or two trophies at the lower cadre like an FA Cup yeah or a Carabao Cup there except that is what they want which even at that level we are not able to compete we were knocked out of the Carabao Cup in the third round this season the FA Cup the fourth round this season the Champions League second round Medioca performances, all competitions knocked out at the early stages. Premier League, we're not even guaranteed fifth place. It's that bad. This is one of the worst seasons in our history. We've never been 
even the even the Moyes era was even far better than this. And in the Moyes era, I remember I cried and lamented. I screamed on Facebook. I complained about Moyes. I wrote epistles about Moyes. But I would take the Moyes era over this. Even though we finished seventh, we played far better football. We we reached the semi-final of the Carabao Cup. I think the FA Cup, I don't know when we got knocked out. I can't recall. But I think we probably got knocked out quite early. But we reached the semi-final of the FA Cup. We reached the quarter-finals of the Champions League. You understand? So, it was a much better situation. Even though, at that level, we were thinking it was our lowest. You know? Moyes was setting new records here and there. Ole, on the other hand, has set terrible records, even worse than David Moyes. And I wish there was light at the end of the tunnel, but there isn't any light at the end of the tunnel for Manchester United. Now, there's a, there are reports suggesting that At the end of this month, uh, Man United will settle for their new manager. Well, I hope we get a good one. But I've come to the realization after watching uh, the El Clasico between Real Madrid and Barcelona, seeing how Barcelona have turned their season around after a terrible, bleak situation at the end of uh, at the beginning of the season. I've come to the realization that. If Man United really wants to to be a team that challenges for trophies and challenge the likes of Man City and Liverpool and play and go far in the Champions League, we need to change the way we play football. Our team essentially is a counter-attacking one. Only set that team up to be a counter-attacking team. They do not hold possession or they don't know how to keep the ball. If you want to be able to compete, you must be able to learn how to keep the ball, learn how to retain possession, learn how to pass accurately, and learn how to press. And your defensive midfielder should be able to go with the runners from midfield who join the attack. If we are not able to get our midfielders to do all this, we will never, we will always remain a mediocre and we will never win any major trophy anytime soon. I don't think we should wait for Pep to quit before we have hopes of winning the trophy. I don't think we should wait for Klopp to quit before we have hopes of winning these trophies. What if they extend their, their contracts? They have structures on, in, on ground anyway. He, those clubs are guaranteed of signing players that fit the foundations Klopp and Pep have laid in their teams. They buy the players and it's seamless. The players function in the system. The players they sign do well, perform well and adapt easily without any hitches. Look at Liverpool's um, Dick Luis Diaz from Porto. Designed through the general transfer window, seamlessly has adapted and fit into the team. And now, players like Firmino, 
players like Mane or even Salah can be benched because they've signed a player that matches the ethos of Liverpool, of Jurgen Klopp. So this is what we need at Manchester United. We do this try and error, sign the marquee signing, sign some big names and try to make them adapt to the system of the coach and it doesn't always work out. We've been blaming Ronaldo, well not me, but many fans and many individuals have been blaming um, Manchester United for signing Cristiano Ronaldo during his goal draft, blaming him for the problems of Manchester United. I don't see what the problem is, and if we if we were to if their arguments had merit, it is because we signed somebody who does not fit Ole's system. Ole's system is a counter-attacking one, and in a counter-attacking system, you need fast attackers. Ronaldo, of course, has lost one or two yards of pace, so you don't expect him to be running all over the place, you know. Of course, he's a goal poacher, so he expects um, his teammates to create opportunities for him to bury the goals. But we don't do that at Manchester United. We don't create, on the average, three or four chances per game for a striker. We don't. So, any striker we have at our, at our club has to be clinical because the chances that will come will be few and far between. So, Cristiano Ronaldo... Edison Cavani, Anthony Marshall, all these strikers have struggled in the past and present because we just don't create enough chances because of our midfielders are wasteful or are not very creative. Uh, wasteful in terms of sloppy passing, overheating, underheating, inaccurate passes, you know, they, they lack the football brain and intelligence to consistently create chances. Don't get me wrong, Bruno Fernandes is our most creative striker, I mean midfielder, I beg your pardon, then followed by Pogba. So Pogba plays deep a lot, so he will not be getting a lot of the uh, assists. Bruno gets a lot of the assists, unfortunately, he's very wasteful in his passing. Bruno is the player that needs some coaching on retaining possession and knowing when to go for these risky passes. I believe Bruno Fernandes, if you put him in a prep team, he will not be as wasteful as he is with Manchester United. Manchester United, there's no clear pattern, no clear structure, no clear framework, no clear, no clear philosophy in which players have to work within and excel. And that is why when Bruno or Ronaldo are off form, the team struggles because there's nobody that you can bring in that will continue or sustain the machine, the oil, you know, that can adapt without making you feel the absence of a key player. In Manchester City or Liverpool, if you take out Firmino, you always have a Luis Diaz or Diogo Jota. If you take out um, Fabinho, you have a Thiago Alacantara. Manchester City, you take off a De Bruyne, you have a Gundogan. You take off a Rodri, you have Fernandinho. You take off a Sterling, you have Riyad Mahrez. So, you have players who fit 
the system the coach has built. We don't have a system at Manchester United. We just have information 433-4231, you know, and put any idiot there. And we've gotten by because we had talented attackers who were informed. Rashford, Greenwood, J.D. Green, Anthony Marshall, then Bruno Fernandes. But at this, uh, but at, but at this current rate, our main attackers are not informed. Marshall is on loan. Rashford is not informed. He is struggling. Bruno is not informed. He is struggling. Greenwood is personal non grata, public enemy number one, disgraced, out of the squad. If the club had the opportunity, they would even erase him from the record books, erase him from existence. That is how bad the situation it is for Greenwood. But these are the people who got United out of jail because of their individual brilliance. Now that this individual brilliance is suspended because Bruno Rashford are not informed, Marshall too not informed, you know, we are struggling. Ronaldo has to walk. Of course, Ronaldo, we have to admit that he too lost some form, had a good drought, struggled too. And that should be expected of somebody of his age. If we had somebody who we could depend on, we would probably that would score the goals when Ronaldo was scoring. I think that would have been nice. But we don't have anyone. Cavani is often unfit. Now, I understand that he is going to play the World qualifiers. He will return probably injured or unable to play for a few weeks before he's back on the training pitch. And that's my frustration with Edison Cavani. Great striker. Would have been a good deputy for Ronaldo if he was fit, despite his age. But it shows you the state of the club when your two main strikers are a combined age of, I think, 41 or 42. Sorry, what am I saying? 30s. Ronaldo is 37. Then Cavani is 34 or 35. So we're talking about 62, um, 71 or 72 years of age. That is their combined age. So, what are we talking about here? So, all that crap that Ole was saying when he was in charge of two-year plan, three-year plan, reset, cultural reset, blah, blah, blah. All were just rubbish. All were lies. There was no cultural reset whatsoever. They lied to us. And we are paying the price of the lies. So, Manchester United... Um, we need um, we need a coach we need a coach that can begin to change the way we play and that is not going to be easy as we, as we have seen with Rafranik when he tried to impose his way of playing his way of you know his system of his own system on the team they struggled. They struggled to to play to his system. They do not press. The front line or wingers, they do not press. 
they refused to press. And although I don't I agree to his 4-2-2-2 system, I felt that he was putting too many attackers or wingers as midfielders. I don't think you can get the best of the team if you're playing um, Greenwood and Rashford as midfielders when they're actually wingers. You know, so this that was my problem with with Rafrianic. So um, I hope that um, we acquire Eric Ten Hag. Um, Hopefully, at the end of the month, as they claim to. I hope the stories are are true. We, get, we decide who our coach is at the end of the month. Please, I hope it's not Pochettino. Please. I don't need Pochettino. Pochettino will just be another Raph. Even Raph Rannick is better than Pochettino. It will just be another wide goose chase. We will not win anything. It will just be mediocrity. We'll be getting top six places. And that's it. I don't think... Pochettino can move my United forward. He is good enough for the likes of West Ham, um, Wolves, Spurs, and so on. Not Manchester United. We need someone better. I think Eric Ten Hag is the only one I feel can move United forward in his, in the sense that he can he can build a new feed that can retain possession, pass accurately dominate play control play and press as well and win the ball of their openness in their own half that is what i feel that is the only way we can move forward and catch up with the likes of manchester city or liverpool and eric ten Hag will not achieve this overnight he needs to buy the players he needs to identify the players sign them and bring them into the club and help them to adapt we have to get rid of many players who will not fit the system or who cannot be coached to play in that system so these are the issues and looking at our track record of getting rid of players i don't see how we're going to pull it off it's not going to happen so ladies and gentlemen i would like to stop here Thank you so much for listening. I hope you like this podcast. I'll be back. Well, I don't know when I'll be back, but I'll probably be back before um, the Premier League resumes next weekend. So I wish you all the very best. Enjoy the rest of your week and bye for now. Mm-hmm.